Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, yo, it sounds way better than that other mic. Maybe. Uh, yo. As long as it records this time. Yo, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> and that episode was fire, man, bro. Wait. Yes, bruh. Because we have to do this again. I'm ending in my resignation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Let's go. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the real cast. Another day, another pod. You know, we're back at it again to give you another audio journey. As always, you can follow us at the real cast essay on IG, on Twitter. You can follow myself at underscore the underscore Don and yourself, Carl. You can find me at I am basic Carl on Instagram and Twitter. And yes, we are back. It's another fortnight and a half. <laughs> yeah. So we almost at the yeah. Well, we not not halfway. What is it? Half halfway? No, nah, never mind. But we yeah, nah, we are a bit too late. Leave we a mess, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we are a bit too late. We are a bit too late. Are we? So just the overview of what happened. This episode was supposed to drop on this last like, week. Last Wednesday. week, yeah, last week Wednesday, but after. We recorded quite a lengthy episode. Um, when I was busy editing it in post, I realized that Gio's mic was off the whole time. Yo, yeah, amateur. It was, it was great to it was it was great to realize that you know somebody who's a supposed editor only realized <laughs> that at the end. But oh, wait, <laughs> we move. We oh, move. Right? Sound engineer. But, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's Parks. <laughs> you must play that drop, bro. Also, uh, I'm gonna say. So yeah, obviously disappointed the both of us because we both think that episode was fire, flame spitter. But um, nevertheless, you know these things happen. You know it happens to many. Uh, just because it happens to many doesn't make it okay. I'm yeah. not trying to say that, but I'm just saying like I've seen. It happened to bigger people than us, way bigger, right? So it's not something that's out of the ordinary is what I'm going to say. So all we can do when we are faced with something like this is just we move and we make sure that the content gets out. And that's about that. You know what I mean? So away, we're happy to, to do it now. Away, and what are we talking about today, my bro? This is episode 29 of The Real Cast SA. So what, what are we yes, talking about uh, today, my bro? We're talking about our alma mater, right? It was in the, if you don't know what that is, it's just like a word for like high school. I think it's actually for university, but high school. We're referring to high school right now. So we're talking about Brackenfell, eh? Just one but second, I- just one second. Guys, we are recording this on Zoom. So if you guys hear some stuttering in the voices, we do apologize, you know, but these schedules don't always allow us to do it in person. But yeah, we move. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and, 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 and the disclaimer, the disclaimer before we start. 
Of course, of course, of course. If you are a sensitive listener, we encourage you to kindly and politely buzz off. Please do go to Ryan's Toys Review on YouTube. That's much more up your alley. Uh, yeah, we are the real cast. You know, we're authentic. We don't pull any punches. And if you're easily buttered, this is not the place to be. So kindly click off now and go watch some kid play with some toys more up your up your alley. <laughs> so yeah, now that we get that that formalities out of the way. Um away we, we're talking about Brackenfell High, right? And we're talking about the whole saga there with regards to the EFF versus let's call it EFF versus Brackenfell High in parentheses, Brackenfell community. You know what I mean? Because that's what ended up involving as well the whole community. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're just going to give our perspectives on that. We're going to also run through some of the demands from the BHS stories page or whatever the hell that is that was purported to be from current and ex-Brackies. And you will hear our thoughts on that. So if you were at Brackenfell, you called the Bracky, by the way. Um, away, Carl. So you you wanna? Away. I think it's also important. Away, I think it's also important before we like get into it is to define, you know, what is racism or what does racism mean to us, you know. So I'll just say for those of you guys listening, and I said it previously, you know, if what you're about to hear in this con in this conversation doesn't suit you, uh, especially if you're a former learner, I did reach out to a lot of you guys, and. All of mm. you guys declined to come on the show. So, uh, yeah, um, I think it's important that we, we define what racism means, you know. So, according to me, racism is discrimination, prejudice on the basis of skin color and immutable characteristics. Hey, oh, I don't even know what that word means, but uh, are we, I, I have the same definition. It's discrimination on the basis of race. By race, I mean Color, ethnicity, whatever you want to call it. Always. Skin color. Always. So we're not talking Always. about, when you talk about racism, we're not talking about this cultural racism, this institutionalized racism, systematic racism. We're talking about racism. Am I correct in saying that? Just so, you know, we establish the, 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 the foundation of the conversation yeah. in terms of um, the whole... Yeah, yeah. Especially for the conversation that we are having. Right yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. So for those of you guys that don't know, have been living under a rock, you know, or in a place where there's no internet news access or, you know, anything like that. Um, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, what has what happened recently? Is, um, can, you, can you hear me? Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, so what has taken place, uh, you know, in the last few weeks, I would say this started at the beginning of, the, of November. Um, yeah, the whole matric ball vibe. Right, so there were reports. Oh of, my oh, word! What now? No, I'm saying this whole story then. So oh. stupid. <laughs> oh, anyway. So there were reports coming out of Brackenfell, um, saying that. Okay, wait. Let me let me start like this. So, due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, right, the matri- the the school thought it was in the best interest uh, of all the learners for their health and safety um, for the matric ball to be cancelled. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, now I thought you were hacking because you're sitting extremely still. I was like, was looking at you, waiting for you to blink. I'm listening. <laughs> so, they thought, <laughs> so they thought, like, you know, it was better, like, was in the best interest of all the learners to cancel the matric ball. And then what had happened was, because the matric ball was cancelled, 
um, a few students decided, or the parents of these students, I, I, I believe, decided to have a private matric walk function, right? Which is, I mean, it's understandable. You know, um, if I was matric, I certainly would have wanted something like that. Um, I think that a matric pool is, mm. it's, it's, it's for most people, it's quite an important part of your school career. And a lot of people actually look forward to it from the time that they enter high school. Um, so they arranged a, a private function. Um, according to what we know, uh, factually, it was uh, open to all of the matrics. Yeah. Um, the board as well. Yeah. Uh, contrary to what you might have heard on social media, or on News 24, you know, our mainstream media loves these type of, you know, um, situations. Uh, but yeah, it was open to everybody. And only, I think, about 42, like around the region of 40, 42, 45. Yeah, we knew the number when we recorded last yeah. week. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, let's say 40, 60. That, that's, that's yeah, clear yeah, yeah. So between 40 and 60 learners uh, actually attended the matric ball or the private function. And... Um, yeah, uh, as you can guess, probably, or think, due to the demographics, which we'll get into as well, uh, it was majority white, or they're saying that all the... the I think it was all, all, yeah, all of yeah. the students were white, all but the, were the white. whole metric body is 254, so yeah. the statistical likelihood of a fifth of them being white is highly likely, if you know anything about basic math. Yeah. But are we? Anyway, let's... let's but yeah, as you, as you guys know, mainstream media and... Uh, you know, the uh, social media mob don't care about maths and demographics, especially when it comes to situations like this. Yo, excuse me. Um, and you guys can probably guess by now it became a whole race debate. And they were saying that the school uh, intentionally created a, a, a all white private matric pool party and did not want any black colored or black colored or students of other ethnicities to POCs. attend. Yeah. Um, to attend this event and from that came a huge you know confrontation between the EFF as you know the EFF are the the big the, the, the front I can you say the front runners when it comes to mm. you know dealing and exposing you know and making a spectacle of these racial tensions uh, wherever that may be, whether it be in Brackenfell. And allegations as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, allegations. Yeah, let's keep it clear. Um, yeah, let's say it's, allegations. It's, yeah. it's all allegations as far as we know um, at the time of this recording. Um, what I will say is that there is, as far as I know, an investigation underway to find evidence or uh, actually investigate the school. Um, there is an investigation underway, sorry, but that's been conducted by the South African Humans Ra Human Rights Commission. Um, so yeah, um, what we're going to do now is we're going to start off with like, you know, our thoughts, you know, being former learners and, and what we experienced and whether or not we think it is, whether or not we think it is likely that these allegations could be or not be true. So I'll let you start mm. with the segment of, sure. of, of the conversation. Oh, wait. So, um, I'll say, I'll say for sure, I, I didn't want to go to Brackenfell when I, when I was in grade seven, right? So my primary school, all my friends went to Settlers, right? So I was accepted there and I wanted to go there, right? And I remember saying, um, what did I say to my dad? 
yeah, I don't want to go there. There's just white people, blah, blah, blah. That's what I said. Because what I knew before that was just people who look like me, etc. And the only thing I knew of, about them was like, I wear near bus, near Meslani type things, right? So obviously that is just because of what I was exposed to in terms of surroundings that I was in, right? Um, anywho, got there and, you know, decided to make the best of, of you know, um, the situation. And when I left there, I can say that it's actually one of the best things that's ever happened to me going there because it was truly integrated as far as I'm concerned. I got to know so many different cultures. I got to know uh, English white people, Afrikaans white people, um, black people who can't speak Vanak, black people that are very traditional, you know, colored people, the athletes from the scheme. I got to know colored people, the people who live in like the, the complexes and things like that. You know, like like every people from all walks of life. Of, oh. Yeah, of, of all walks of life, no matter what their race was. Do you understand? Mm. Like even different people of the same race. Do you know what I mean? Like a, like a, what were you calling the English white person? A Saudi. Oh yeah, that's what the Afrikaans <laughs> people used to call them, bro. Like a Saudi. That's funny. <laughs> but oh wait, um, yeah. No disrespect anyone. Yeah, yeah never, bro. We don't even. Nah, the thing is, like, don't don't even explain, bro. If they if they offend, oh, yeah. bro, they're not supposed to be. We did that's not... true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Away. Oh, yeah. So um, you see our twenty twenty conditions of my bro. Yes. Anyway, um, so I I think that that was 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 definitely my experience, the rich rich cultural experience, and we all got along, right? So I'm not saying that. Somebody else maybe didn't experience something different. That's one thing I want to put out there that could have been. But as far as me, I've never experienced not one instance of racism directed at me while I was at the school. Secondly, another thing that I want to do uh, touch on was another factor that they were mm -hmm. talking about, the EFF and things like that, was about how the teachers aren't transformed, etc. Mm -hmm. right? So, yes, I can tell you, I haven't seen a non-white teacher at Brackenthal. In my life, I'll correct you. I'll my, correct you. I'll, I'll correct you there. Maybe you didn't have class with him, but uh, Mr. Kopman, he was the vice, one of the vice principals. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Kopman, of course. Yeah, he was but like, he left more, so that's why I didn't forget him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He left when we were like grade ten. Oh, yeah. huh? He left. Oh yeah. I to saw. Go, I saw him. I saw him. He he left to go be a principal. Oh yeah, to go be a principal. Somewhere else. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. oh hey, bro. Man's in the building. Anyway, um, yeah, so thanks for that correction, yes. I have seen one, <laughs> but I've never been taught by one. I've never, I've never been taught by one, but to be honest with you, I never, ever, ever thought about that at all. Mm -hmm. All I thought about was what is the quality of the learning that I'm getting? And mm -hmm. that, I would say, speaks for itself in terms yeah. of where I am now, in the most humble way possible. Yeah. I'm just saying, without the foundation, uh, I mean... That, that that wouldn't be possible at all. Oh, you know right. what I mean? So, yeah, I, I've... The only thing that I can say to touch on that was mm -hmm. um, uh, in terms of... Okay, now we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later with the demands. Okay. So, so so I'll I'll leave that for now. But, yeah, that's basically my story. Your side, bro. Away, so, I, 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 I always feel like um, with these kind of topics, uh, it's always, well, not good, but I think it's important that we... We share anecdotal experiences, man. Do you know what I mean? 
and mm. then like especially before we look at what the facts are and you know what evidence shows you know so that we can give a fair representation so like i'm going to be honest with you when i when i was when i found out about this whole debacle you know i was i was a bit well I, okay i'm not going to say a bit that would be lying i was very offended um because Brackenfell High and Brackenfell, the area, is, some, is a place that I hold dear to my heart because that's where I spent majority of my childhood, man. So, yeah, to hear um, these accusations and allegations of it being an overtly racist society, not only from former students, but even, the, like, you know, the media, like we all know how the media runs on with these kinds of stories and how they, you know, sort of push that narrative. Um, you know, and to hear it even on, on the radio, I think it was FM, bruh. Um, there was this one presenter and he was like saying, um, yeah, he, he's from Kreifontein and the way mm. the people, the, the, the people conduct themselves, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's referring to white people, right? Mm. And he was like saying, yeah, the way they conduct themselves, you know in terms of race relations and how openly racist they are and how it, it's widely accepted in the area of Brackenfell is, it's, it's, it's shocking, you know? And I was listening to this, um, like while dropping my fiance at work. And I remember I, I just wanted to give this guy the biggest smack in the world, man, because to me, it's like, I, I grew up there, you know? Am I saying that mm. it's not racist at all? That there's no racism in Brackenfell? Of course not, bro. That would be the ultimate cap. You know, there's racism yeah, everywhere. that's cap, bro. <laughs> no, eh. You know, there's, there's, there's racism everywhere. But to, but to sit on a platform, like, on a platform as big as that, no? and, 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 and say, purely based on an anecdotal, and on anecdotal experience that Brackenfell is an overtly, racist area and and to you know sort of fuel these claims without having any substantial evidence to back it up it really didn't sit well with me and i also i thought about it and i tried to think back as hard as possible you know because obviously we we were treated unfairly at times as a child as a kid like or as a teenager you always think that everybody's against you blah 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 you know so i tried to like think back of like the most unfair scenario or what i deemed at the time to be unfair and I try to like think of it from the perspective of was it based on my race? You know, was it because I was, um, you know, colored or non-white? Because at the end of the day, I, I didn't, I don't see the world through a lens like that. Do you know what I mean? And I can say from my experience at Brackenfire High School, personally, I didn't experience any racism. Like what I experienced was a, a you know, like a pot of different cultures, different ethnicities different backgrounds different in uh, like household incomes for instance you had rich you had the people that yeah. you know were struggling you had the people that were you know middle class and then you had the people that were like yeah. super duper rich whose parents were like sponsoring the schools and things like that yeah. Afrikaans, Kosa, Zulu you know it was just a big melting pot of different cultures and what made it a, a, a such an amazing experience is that nobody forced us you know there wasn't like any sort of, I don't want to say legislation, but 
um, rules that forced us. La, like a quota. Yeah. You like must a have so many black friends yeah. in, your, in your friend yeah. group. Yeah. Everybody sort of gravitated towards one another. Yes, was they, were there clicks? Of course. You know, but even those clicks were integrated. So, yeah, yeah to, uh, to hear the sort of allegations coming forward and people approaching it in the manner that they did. And when I say that, I mean like saying things like, I'm not surprised that this is what's coming out. You know what I mean? Because it's been like this all the years. Do you know what I mean? And I then mm. took it upon myself to go and speak to former students who were in my class, who were in the Afrikaans classes, the grades uh, above me, the grades below me. And the overwhelming answer that I got was no. They didn't experience any racism. And this is black, white, colored, you know, different races. Yes, were there some child, uh, kids uh, that experienced racism? Of course, they, they also opened up about that and spoke to me about it, you know. But what I can say as well, it's, it's, it was never a case of discrimination based on skin color. And that's why I also okay. said it was important for us to, you know, define what, we, what we're going to deem as racist, right? It was always the, I, my hair was long and there was a rugby Afrikaans guy whose hair was long and they told me to cut my hair and not him. So, do you know what I mean? At, at, I do definitely think there was a bias for rugby players. No, of course. No matter 100%, what they were. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and I think it's, it's like that in all schools, you know, especially if your parents contribute to the school, like, in a massive way. Like, I remember, like, in, in, even in primary school. But I don't know why that's relevant, though. I don't understand what it you... It's like that in all schools. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just trying to, 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 like, couple context, man. Like, in terms of... Like, I've also, I didn't uh, only experience that at Brackenfell. I experienced it at my primary school as well. Like, if you're, yeah, yeah, like yeah. If your dad bought the school and you flat screen TV for the library, then people are more, teachers are more than likely to kiss your ass. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there uh, were never, like, direct examples of being discriminated because you were colored. And I'm not saying that um, this didn't happen. I'm saying that I didn't come across these situations personally. And the, the stories that, people are passing, um, passing out, or how do you say it? Or giving out, or, or saying, or telling us, or alleging. Perpetuating. Uh, yeah, perpetuating, oh. yeah, perpetuating. Perpetuating to be racist, it's not clear. Do you know what I mean? But racism can also be subtle. I'll give it that as well. Um, mm. But yeah, so, so, so that's... So we're, we're still on your experience of the school. Oh, wait, no, so that, that was my take. Yeah. I'm just giving, like, everything in a nutshell. I'm trying to think back to what I said in the first episode, because, Yara, that was nah, the first don't do episode. That. Yeah, but don't do that. Oh, wait, oh, wait, nah, but... Never gonna work. But, yeah, so that, that's, <laughs> that was my experience, right? Have you, like, to be, like, to be personally, like, not personally, to be perfectly honest with me now, in the area of Brackenfell, right, since you spent so, like, spent a lot of time there, we've obviously now spoken mm. about the school, Brackenfell, by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we spent a lot of time in Brackenfell outside of the school, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, visiting friends, chilling, you know, even if we're catching on crack yeah. or catching on crack at the, at the shops or whatever. Did you experience... Oh, don't my bro. Try snitching, my bro. Oh, hey, bro. Um, did, did you experience racism on, like, a, a level whereby it was a passerby or a tani or a um, you know? mm yeah, I did. I did when I was working. So I was, I don't know if that's, that is still Brackenfell, right? Okay, good. 
Play bit. Yes, but I still like and fell. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did I did probably like once or twice, like overtly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So so like but did you report it? Was there? No, no, that... no, I was just like No, 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 there wasn't. But okay. I wasn't as affected by it as other people okay. are. So I just took it as, oh, that's an asshole that I never want to be uh-huh. and move on with my day. Do you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, I'm getting paid to stand, yeah? Not okay. that I should take that. Yeah. Like saying like, yeah, bully. Wait, I'm not going to translate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't, I don't want to be out by a brown person because he's going to mess up my money or something like that. Some stupid ass shit like that. Okay. So I was just like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? I just oh, thought wait. like, what does that have to do with the price of eggs? Do you understand? But, yeah. Um, I, that, that's one of the ones that I can remember. I was quite young now, 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the other one was probably just similar. Okay, so and then probably just a similar thing to that, yeah. And then, like, so, did did it did it? Def- you're saying it didn't affect you, right? Like, it didn't like ruin nah, you. No, nah, no, nah. In the moment, in the moment, it, it annoyed me. Uh-huh. In the moment, I was like, "What is this bra saying?" Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't like. I didn't go home and cry. I didn't feel lesser. Oh, that's very important because mm-hmm. that's the effect that it, that it can have yeah. on some people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I thank God I'm not that type of person. Um, but away, it, it didn't, it really didn't affect me. The next day I was there working again, earning my money. Okay. Way. Because That's I think it's, way. I think it's important to also discuss this aspect of these sort of situations or these sort of topics. Um, because if I, if I think back, right. Um, a lot of former students, like, like we said mm. in the beginning are coming out and alleging that the school was racist. And, and 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 so on. Even people that matriculated in the year two thousand, you know. Um, oh, but you know, but I but mean, no, no, no. Okay. Let me just finish. Let me just finish because yeah. I know what you're going to say. Two thousand. No. was very close to ninety-four. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, no, I understand. People that matriculate in the year two thousand are also coming out now and saying, "Yeah, I also experienced this, that, and the other." But the question is, right? Why mm. is it only coming out now? That I'm just, this is just a, a, a like my mm. train of thought. Why are you only complaining now? I matriculated in 2014. There's people that matriculated the same year and the year after, or even years before us that were, that were mm. also on school with us, coming out now and complaining about it. Do you know what I mean? So, and, 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 and there's mm. a lot of current students that are also complaining about it, right? So with, with that logic or, or me using my logic, and trying to think, are we saying that South Africa or Brackenfell, let's just use Brackenfell, became more racist as time went on? Or No, no, no. Racist? We're only coming out now. So this is what I would say. Okay. If What I would think they would say, not what I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? Because in my example, I didn't come out because it didn't affect me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even though it should have come out, possibly, mm-hmm. because it's something that needs to be stopped, definitely. Mm-hmm. but uh, I don't care because it doesn't really affect me, but that's mm-hmm. me. So these people who are coming out now, for instance, 2000, you could argue, well, they could argue uh, it's safer for me to come out now with the numbers. Do you know what I mean? Back then, the repercussions for me doing so would have, would have perhaps been like, you know what I mean? When, 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 when you say, for instance, you snitch on someone or snitch on something and mm-hmm. there's many people, 
people, and this is all alleging, but but I'm using this as an example in terms of how people can think. You know what I mean? So if you snitch on, say for instance, now we the yellow people now, that like to steal ice cream, now. Mm-hmm. and now this new brack comes in and is like, oh, this people's probably stealing ice cream. And look, stealing ice cream is by no means the same as racism, but just yell me out there, right? Um, and then he comes and is like, oh, but if I pimp them stealing ice cream now, then I'm going to have to feel the wrath of the ice cream thieves. Okay. For instance, similarly, if I now come out against racism in 2000 in Brackenfell, then, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to f- still go to the school. Okay. I'm still going to have to deal with the teachers and the kids that are there. Okay. And some of them have a lot of power at the school as well. Okay. You know what I mean? So if a kid bullies me and the teacher's like, oh, no, it's this, bruh, and mm-hmm. doesn't, you know what I mean? Then, then what? You understand? Okay. So and that's, for the kids, that's, that's... And for the that's kids a, that are coming uh, uh, that are saying now, like the school's racist now, so does that mean the school became oops. more blatantly racist over time? No, 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 no. That I don't. I don't see the correlation between that, between them coming out now. No, and I'm talking now. No, no, I'm talking about the kids that are attending the school now. Yes, I know. I don't see a correlation between them coming out now while they're at the school, making the school more blatantly racist. Because okay, maybe well, it's just more. It's maybe it's less scary, in terms of not scary, but in terms of the example that I just made now. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's kind of less opposition to that or less suppressing of that is what I would say based on what I said in the beginning about the 2000s person. So then to answer your question, less racist then. But still, do you understand what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're Because there wouldn't from. be like a... Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And then just to... to, to, to anything... To, then yeah. just to, to um, sort of touch on on this aspect before we get into you know what is being alleged and what the demands are and what what the situation is currently like what do you Mm. think what do you think is sort of giving these guys the motivation to come out now numbers it's as easy as that numbers so you think that because a lot of people are subscribing to the narrative for instance that Mm-hmm. They feel less, like less fearful of the repercussions. Let's say, for instance, in quotations, the repercussions of what could happen yeah. to them. And when I yeah. say repercussions, and, and I also think. And when I when I'm I say sorry to cut you, yeah. Okay, when I say repercussions, I don't oh, mean yeah. like 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 um, the teachers uh, or, or like repercussions in terms of like them being harmed or whatever. I'm talking about repercussions as in the social repercussions, like maybe them getting treated differently at school or teachers treating them, them, them poorly because of the allegations that they are making, mm. which, which even could mm. be the case, but that, that's what I'm referring to when I say repercussions. So what was your question again before you explained repercussions? Um, I, was, I was talking about um, the, um, them being less fearful of the repercussions. Yeah, because of the numbers, yeah, obviously. And also them feeling motivated in terms of, oh, I wasn't the only one. Oh. That can also be like, like yeah. I think like, oh, there's the yellow people that actually had the same experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, wait, I also did. You yeah. No, yeah. I thought I was the only one. Yeah. So I was like, okay, keep my quiet because you won out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's 
a thing that will happen in, in anything, whatever in you're it, discussing. Yeah. It happened with the Me Too movement, for instance, where yeah. everybody just came out. Can you remember that? Yeah. Everybody just right? came out like, like, and so posted like anonymously. Yeah. And then everybody else came out. Yeah. yeah and so so that, that's, that's numbers in terms of, yes, protection, mm-hmm. and also numbers in terms of, oh, wait. Somebody else went through the same thing that I did. That that really, for a human being, in terms mm-hmm. of nature, it really um, kind of strikes a chord with people, and it and it gives people the courage to do mm-hmm. what they wouldn't have done. And 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 sticking on the topic of numbers, and I think it's a great it's a great segue point, right? And and we're mm-hmm. we obviously getting to the next segment of the show, um, is the BHS stories or BH stories, or I, I don't know. What the fuck yeah. it's called? That can't Doesn't be matter. Lost. Let's not give them free promo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what, what, what when, I, when, I, when I talk about like, you know, the numbers and things like that, there's a page on Instagram called BH Stories or BHS Stories, I don't know, um, where people can go and post, you know, their experiences anonymously. Right? right. And, and, and I know that because I clicked on the link of this page and at the time to submit the story yeah just to see what like, it takes to me check. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah because i mean if you're going to speak about it i need to you know have my ducks in a row in terms of you know what the, yeah. the the page is used for and how they go about their business and uh what i found um perplexing you know perplexing pegasus my bro what i found very perplexing and and kind of confusing uh, and maybe if you if you find yourself listening to the someone that has submitted a story, maybe you can let us know, you know, email address therealcast at gmail.com or just comment on the bottom of this post. But what I found very perplexing is the fact that people are coming forward with these allegations and very strongly from what I've seen. And they're backed up by, you know, these institutions like the mainstream media and uh, the political parties like the EFF, you know, showed up in numbers, which is something we'll get into as well. You know, w- what I found perplexing is that they kept it anonymous. You know, they removed the names of the perpetrators as yeah. well as the, you know, the victims of these racial incidents. And the reason I find that perplexing is because I spoke to one of the parents of a former student uh, at the school, and they made mention of the the race riots that they were personally involved in, right? And mm. they mentioned the sacrifice and the bravery it involved um, for them, or for us rather, to be to have the freedoms and the privileges we have today. Do you know what I mean? It took them mm. sacrificing something, you know, uh, whether that be you know their privacy, sacrificing the education first and foremost, they were willing to yeah. sacrifice that in order to do. And they put their act. lives on the line as well. Definitely. It goes without saying, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And they were willing to make that sacrifice um, in order to, to, to achieve racial justice. If, 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 if mm. you're following me here. So I, yeah. I, I, I fail to, to understand why people keep it in anonymous and don't face these, perpetrators head on when they are coming so coming on so strongly man with these mm. with this narrative like oh it's a racist place they hate blacks and coloreds and and pocs whatever you mm. want to call it so why not you know stand up with the courage that those who came before mm. us 
had in order for us to have the freedoms mm. we have today. So can you maybe speak on that? Can you maybe speak to that? Or? I, I can, I can, I can. And, and this is where our views differ okay. completely, right? And I don't mean differ in terms of what you're saying there. Mm. What you're saying there, I agree with 100%. But the only difference is I don't find it perplexing why it's different. I can see why it's different. Okay. Not saying it should be. I'm saying, yo, am I... Am, can you hear hey, me? Now you're good, you're good, you're good. You were, I lost you for a second, you're but you're good, but you're good. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now, now it's by me. It's oh, okay. by me. It's yeah. telling me. Uh, so, hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was saying that I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. Like, mm. where is that sacrifice? Where is that sense of responsibility? Where is putting yourself on the line or something you really believe in? All very great and very idealistic in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the reason why I say that is so that that's what I agree with, but I can see why it's different, right? The reason why it's different is something that we say a lot, right? Different clock, mm-hmm. all right? So kids of today and kids back then, I'm sure our, our mentor will tell us is two different things, right? Yeah. Um, also, the resources of yesterday and the resources of today, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Seeing that social media can cancel something or can incite a riot or incite other people to for you because I don't know how many of the people who was posting were with the EFF for instance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? In the trenches, if mm. I can put it that way. Like on the ground, right? like, you know? On the ground, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. There's, there's obviously way more that weren't, right? Mm. Um, but knowing that I can post something and I can get a group of radical people to do whatever I want them to do for me, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it's in the, within the narrative that yeah. they think is, you know, correct or whatever. That's power. That's power. Okay. And you know what else is power? Anonymity. Yeah. I, I can't say that word, but I wear. Yeah, anonymity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anonymity. It's power because, you know, when people are anonymous, you see YouTube comments about, yeah, your mom this, your mom that, like, mm-hmm. Half of the stuff people say there, they will never say to someone's face. Why? Because <laughs> there's physical repercussions for saying stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get yeah. your ass whooped if yeah, you, you say something like that to someone in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a combination of social media being so rife and so quick in terms of cancel culture, which we did an episode on. Um, and then also, I think it's episode 18. You're from right. I'm amazing. Anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> At least episode 18, yeah. Uh, we've, <laughs> so um cancel culture uh you know the the vast reach of social media mm. right the vast reach of social media and then also people like like and i'm not looking down on this because it's a real thing and it might happen to our our let's hope god willing not but our mm. our kids once we mm. have some uh yeah. cyber bullying do you know how people would laugh in the face of cyberbullying? Do you yeah, know like what I mean? Back Even in the us, day. Like back in the day. Yeah. No, like, what is cyberbullying? Are you mad? I got beat up. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. what are you talking about cyberbullying? But it's a real thing today. And mm. because of how, like, we, we spoke also about the social dilemma, mm. um, you know, and it shows you how it affects the mental state of kids, mm. etc. Um, these are all factors that play into why people will never i don't think ever 
will like mobilize in such a fashion, putting themselves on the line if they don't have to, because oh, yeah. it's all about self-preservation above all, overarching no. needs. Oh wait, yeah. no, I get you, and I, and and like what you're saying makes sense, you know. Um, and but there's two deductions that I I not well. One is a deduction, and one is a question. Um, mm. The deduction that I make is, uh, it's 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 these these guys or, or or activists, if you want to call them like that, or whatever you want to call yourself, uh, you know, on social media that are virtue signaling. It's a term I like to use for these guys. So, you know, um, look at me. I'm speaking out against racism at Black and Fire High, so I'm a good person, you know? Right. But what are you doing in society to make a difference? You know, like it's easy to type a message and tweet it out and post it on Facebook, but what are you doing actively, you know, to better the situation? To Can I, can I just respond to that? Yeah, sure. I don't have to do anything as long as people think I'm doing good. Yeah, then you see, so then that's nothing more or less than what, what he appears, appears to be. No, and the and, and crowd that's, is taken by appearances. And that so this is where where it comes in, you know, the the Machiavellian view of things. Yeah, and that's that's controversial to most, but away. Away, and, and and that's you see the thing is I'm asking these questions, but I know the answer to them, right? Mm. So the reason I ask these questions is to bring out the true intentions. Do you understand? So, mm, and mm, not, not of yeah. you now per se, but... No, I'm not talking about me either. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'm I know. I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? It's to, it's, look, it's one thing to, to, to be passionate about something, right? And, and go out there and make a difference. That's another thing to pretend to be passionate about a particular social issue, right? And for mm. me personally, it's like, when I look at these sort of complex issues, it's always important to root out who are the real ones and who are just here because they want to look like a good person. And yeah. I think once we, 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 we weed out, you know, the fake, the fake ones, right, we can tackle the issue uh, more appropriately, uh, more efficiently and more precisely. You understand? Right. So that's where right. that line of questioning comes. Like, I know the answers. But all I want to see is like, is this a real one I'm speaking? Not you again, mm. not you specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thought pattern, you know? And mm. again, I did offer, to, I offered people to sit down with them yeah, and try yeah. and understand. Maybe they declined because they didn't want to, you know, sort of come to terms with the reality of the situation. Mm. You know? So, so yeah, that's... Right. I, I, I get you. And, and yeah. one thing I will say on that is, well, two things. The first mm. thing is, when I say, when, when, when Carl says something and I say, well, because I don't need to, if you don't know that I'm not referring to me, then you also, you know, cognitive ability needs to take, needs to go up a notch. Mm. And then secondly, I wanted to say, what that tells me of you then, that that's your first line of questioning, is that you're not one of the vulgar, that chiefly the world consists out of. You know what I mean? You're not taken only by appearances. How are you? But the sad thing is, Most the majority are. are you know what I mean? So, and you, you know what I mean? I'm not taken by it e either. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you that. But I, I always point it out when how I see, you? like, because I, I understand it. I'm not yeah. saying it's right, but I know this is how the world works, you know, and, and, and that's that. So I, I'm not really shocked by it. Oh, wait. And, and, and just like, if I, if, I can, if I can make a, a last point on that, right? The reason also why I sort of 
resort to that line of questioning and when people are making these allegations, I ask, okay, so what, you know, so what about it was racist? You know what I mean? Because there could be a various amount of various interpretations of one interaction. Do you know what I mean? Like I might see it some way, you might see it another way, the next person might see it completely different. Do you know what I mean? Is, is because the reason I resort to these, these questions is because what I see is a lot of young people, right? With a lot of passion, you know, and, they, and, and, and a lot of young people, and I think it's also a, a, a good quality to have. I see a lot of young youngsters sort of uh, realizing, you know, or, or sort of rationalizing these sort of, 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 of occurrences in their heads. And they know, especially colored people and black people, they know where their parents come from, you know, mm-hmm. and what their parents went through. So they would yeah. do anything to prevent that from happening again. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes in the heat of, you know, that, in the heat of that uh, emotional, moment. Im, yeah, or, yeah, moment. Emotional and Im, impulse. Yes, emotional impulse to prevent an injustice from happening or from continuing to happen to someone else because of our background and our... Mm you know, ancestors and what they went through, it's easy for them to be misled. Do you understand? Okay. Like, for instance, if you, if you, cause I, cause you, you're looking at me like, what do you mean? I don't know if that's the right yeah, vibe that I'm picking up. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh wait, it's easy for them to be misled. And uh, example of that would be aligning themselves with the EFF. Okay. Because, and, and and yeah, this is this oh is to not, prevent. Okay, okay, yes. no, no, I get it. I get it now. I get it yeah. now. Because my, my, all I'm thinking now the whole uh, time while you uh, talk, it's fake passion, bro. I don't believe in your passion. Oh my! I, passion. I believe in your passion. No, no, no. I'm uh, talking. Look, guys, uh, it might sound confusing. I'm never uh, addressing you unless I say cow. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, I don't believe in your fake passion on the internet, fam. Mm. That's not passion. If you can fake, like if you can, you know, if you know the, the law about um, a man is nothing more or less than what he appears to be, which clearly you do because you're trying to appear to be a certain way, but you're not in the trenches. Mm. So you know that law. So why do I think that you, you can only implement that law when it comes to that and not also when it comes to the passion that you, uh, you know, go on about on certain things. I, I, don't, I don't believe, I believe like a quarter of those people maybe have passion that they do. Yeah, but at the end of the I, day I, as well. I am fooled by that, bro. At the end of, at the, end of the day as well, it, it, I think that even though people might not be willing to um, go out there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and lobby or protest for, for radical change, I also think that we need to be weary of uh, the thought leaders that come to the forefront of these movements, because when we are riled up and emotional, it's not always that, uh, well, we don't always have the best judgment of character. Do you understand? And I think these thought leaders or political leaders like Mr. Julius Malema, um, Mm. I'm I'm only using him because he was involved in the situation. You know, mm. he was better to use though. Yeah, to be and, honest he, with you. and I think he knows that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He knows no, he that. He does know it. And he takes he advantage of that. that. Because yes. if you if you look at the 
and we're not going to get into that now, but if you look at, excuse me, if you look at the protests, like the videos of the protests, the people being shot with rubber bullets, it looked like, and being tear guests and all of that. Mm. Uh, did you see Julius Malema anywhere? No. Exactly. And I'm sure he, he only came. Will tell you that. <laughs> he, 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 he only came after the stage was set up, you know, to incite violence. Yeah. You know, but other than that, you didn't see him on the ground. And yeah, because why does he need to be yeah, on the ground? Exactly. Right? Exactly. The on show. No, exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Look. I'm not saying like. Um, I'm not saying it in a way to sort of debunk, you know, your 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 stance on a man is nothing more or less than what he appears to be. I'm more sort yeah. of trying to to get the average uh, person or protester in this this in this whole situation to look. Do you know what I mean? To yeah, to, 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 to actually see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. just take a look around you. Look, at, at at the end of the day, if you're saying to me like, yeah, but he's a leader, you know, he does, it's not his job to protest them. By all means, I put up my hand. If I have minions, why would I be with my minions? I, in the no, 100%. But, 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 but if, you, if, if you being, the, you know, the guy that the head ancho, for instance, and you the, you're supposed mm. to be the leader and the, the person that's going to, to bring about radical change so that we all can live in a peaceful utopia, which I'm just assuming is the aim here, right? To eradicate mm. racism and we all right. live in a peaceful society, right? Um, then I need to, well, this is just me personally. I need to know that, you know, you up there have my back. Do you know what I mean? That I'm not mm, you know, but, doing this for nothing, but again, mm. that's not what it is. We, we all know that's, 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 not all, that's not who lives mm. in the world. Yeah, man. that's not who, what, what it I is. mean. If only everybody could think like that. Yeah. But no, do you know but what I way. mean? So, so are we, so I, I don't look when, when I, I know that when I speak, I always give like a pessimistic view. Uh-huh. You know, it sounds like a pessimistic view. I, I would call it maybe a bit of cynicism, but more so I'd say realism based on mm. experiences, mm. you know, and, 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 and if it's ever proven to be wrong, I would be, I would rejoice, you know, like some of the things that I say in terms of mm. Machiavellian um, style. But I mean, man's was saying this in the 14th century, right? Oh, yeah. Nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is resources. You know what I mean? That's all mm. that's changed. Um, and yeah, I, I, I do obviously hope, I still have hope, but mm. um, I, I don't think it's, I think it's more strategically placed, if I can put it that way, or, or, or less grandiose, for instance, because of my low expectation of everyone else. And, and, fair, and fair, enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I think that um, if I'm being honest, I think people are more likely to navigate the world successfully with an approach like that, if I'm being completely honest. Mm. Uh, and I'm not talking about your, your family life or relationship. Yeah, no, definitely. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm I, talking about I, like one surviving again, can in can the I world. Can I say something on that, bro? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. yeah, because like for instance, one of the, the laws is a man should either be well-treated or crushed mm. because of lighter injuries he can avenge himself. Mm. Now you go try and be in a relationship and, and crush, crush your partner after that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's not going to end up well, but oh, yeah. if you in a in a corporate, for instance, and mm. someone's coming after you, you know, and then, then it's different. You know, if you're in politics, oh, then it comes in handy. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. If you are Apple, for instance, you crush your competitors. Oh, yeah. They didn't get there because they were nice and they pay all the employees equally. 
what kind of naive person are you? You know what I mean? To believe mm. that. Yeah. That that's that's just where where I come from. So I, I don't want to tint it with negativity. We still okay. have the hope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so we were on the topic of the BHS stories um page and we sort of went off, we digressed a bit, but I think it's all in 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 in, in um in how can I say? It's all to the benefit all part of the content. Yeah, yeah. all part yeah. of the content. So yeah, to get back to the BHS thing, right? The stories page, they came out with a list of demands that I happened to come across. And I thought it would be um, beneficial to the conversation if we just dissected them and gave, gave our thoughts on them, you know? And, and yeah, right. uh, we'll, we'll leave it up to you in the comments to say whether we are wrong or right. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what we can improve on or what we need to expand our perspectives on. So I'll be going to do this is I have the memorandum in front of me here. And I will then just go through the demands uh, on the memorandum and as i go through each point i'll give my thoughts and then geo will do the mm-hmm. same and say whether he disagrees or agrees and mm-hmm. if so why right yeah so, so, so i just want to yeah make something clear here mm-hmm. how we're going to do this is it's going to be Carl and more of a prepared tip i must say that mm-hmm. right and i'm just going to say what comes to my head because i haven't looked at the memorandum since i'm just going to kind of not rebuttal i'm going to first say where I stand and then I'm going to say what I think people could think about it. Like I was, I was taught when I write the essay to write my view and then afterwards a rebuttal and then a refutation of that rebuttal. So I've noticed that it, that is how I think now as well. All right. So I'll wait. All right. So you ready? ready? Yeah. Could you hear you? Yeah. You loud and clear. Oh. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, bro. Okay, so I'm going to start off here, right? It says, the following is a list of demands curated by both current and ex-learners. I would like to add it that I'm not one of those ex-learners. These demands are to be addressed and implemented within the school. We further the demand that the recipients uh, read the entirety entirety of this this document. Take your time, everyone. Um, okay, so we so number one, right? We demand a public apolo- uh, acknowledgement and apology for the racist culture which exists within the school, as well as an active commitment from the members of the SGB, SMT, teachers, and the RCL in dismantling the institutional racism in the school. So that's number one, right? Well, um, and that's verbatim what it says. And then yeah. what my notes that I made on this note is, um, what I said here is that would mean that the school would acknowledge something that they haven't been found guilty of and to which no evidence was found or brought forward. Commitment to what? No evidence has been found despite all the claims. For this particular uh, demand, I would suggest patience until the, human, the South African Human Rights Commission's investigation has been completed and this doesn't guarantee that their findings will back the claims that have been brought forward. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have much to add there. Mm-hmm. Definitely a loaded demand, because if you accept that demand, you accept guilt for something that wasn't proven. So yeah. I don't have really much to add there. I agree. Okay. So that's my view. And I don't really see what view they have, <laughs> other than them trying to trick someone with a, a rhetorical device, oh, yeah. which is smart, by the way. But- I'll give you that. So kudos on that. 
Loaded. I mean, kudos on that, but you're not Loaded. talking to the vulgar right now. <laughs> Loaded demands, my bro. Loaded fries. Our next friend. Okay, so number two, we demand uh, the, the construction of a discrimination poli- uh, policy, one which clearly outlines and underscores the school's zero tolerance on racism, as well as all other forms of discrimination. Within this policy, we demand the, construct, uh, the construction of more stringent rules for racial and, sexu- and sexist, racial sexist and homophobic transgressions, right? This policy is to be constructed by a competent and diverse body. Okay, that's the end of that. So, number two here. Right. My notes. Discrimination of the basis of race and sex is against the law. We've seen action taken against individuals found guilty of this. For example, Vicky Momberg, the criminal injuria case. We also how that ended up. Uh, I would also add that she was released from prison. Um, I wait to that oh, information. Yeah, Oscar's bra. <laughs> to that information, what you will. <laughs> Is um, Oscar still in jail? I don't know, bra. Just he should be. I don't scat so. He should. He be. should be, but I mean, he should. <laughs> uh, um, but away anyway. Um, anyway, oh, I'll so, research that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so why would the school need to set up a policy against something that's already covered by the law? Again, no evidence of racism has been brought forward. Also. What does homophobia have to do with the case at hand? When you say a diverse body of individuals, what do you mean? What constitutes what determines diversity? Diversity of thought, diversity of skin color, culture, language, ethnicity. What, what, what do you mean? And who determines competence and what metrics are used to determine competence? Right. Okay. So, yo, that's a lot. Okay. Um, what so maybe gonna have to like go through the first part of it, right? Okay. So it was oh, it was about the code of conduct that they must have a zero to, zero tolerance in. So I I be honest with you, my bro, I signed that code of conduct, but I didn't mm. read it at all. Oh, me neither. You know, when I joined there, and don't act like you did, whoever's listening. You know what I mean? If you were at, at school, not just our school, any other school, tell me. Whether you went through that old thing, maybe. I didn't read that thing, bro. Unless you had like some strict, strict, strict parents that went through it with you, but like, nah. Um, I would say that I can't really comment on this because I don't know what is currently in the code of conduct, mm-hmm. right? So if it isn't in there, right, it, it should, I'm sure, be, like, well, you see, this is why I can't say it because now I must say I'm sure this is in there and that is in there, but mm-hmm. if I'm proven to be wrong, just base me. But I'm sure, like, stealing, not being allowed to steal is in the code of conduct, right? Mm. Like, it's not, it's not a stretch for me to assume that. Mm. You're not allowed to take property. I know definitely damaging property, like vandalism, is definitely, it should be in there. You know, all of these are against the law as well. So just because it's in, against the law doesn't, for me, mean that it shouldn't be in the code of conduct as well. Right. Okay, fair enough, fair so, enough. so, so, so that's, 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 that's based on what you said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Diversity. and then I, wait, I don't, I, I, I mean, I think if it's not the, oh yeah. So that's the first part. And the second one was diversity. Um, and, and then also, oh no, that I'm not going to disregard cause that's not the topic. Yeah. Okay. So that's a red herring. 
those mm. of you that know it's me throwing something else in just because no i can trying to also expand the argument as well very clever mm. very clever but like not yeah my bro. Oh, oh, we're not falling for that oh yeah so um the thing about the diversity is i would say diversity of culture and i think that brings with um skin color as well mm-hmm. uh definitely for something like that um and in terms of the competency of i don't know how that's going to be measured i agree that it should be measured though yeah but are we i think oh, oh what i said last time was bachelor's not bachelor's social like sciences. some sort of qualification in law and no, social just sciences with law. oh not social science no, i'll stick with law okay yeah i'll okay. stick with law <laughs> I, i'm gonna go read up after that so, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean but i will oh, yeah. so, definitely it qualification though Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you must know the law. No, but then I'd cool. also not want like say 50 black people on the on the on the on the thingy or 50 white people or 50 colored people. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can move on to number 3, no? Oh yeah. Okay. So number 3 it says here with the above demand we further demand a system in which students can report uh incidents or teachers uh, for racism, sexism, albinism, homophobia, as well as any other forms of discrimination, both anonymously or not, as well as follow through with the, the, the discriminatory transgressions. So, yeah, with this, I partially agree, right? Um, there should be a process for for things like this and they should be they should be keeping the victims and perpetrators updated with the developments of said transgressions and said investigations um as for the school itself i wasn't aware of this policy if or if there's such a policy exists because i never experienced racism in the school um on a personal mm. level But yeah, I would agree with this again. I don't know where all of this homophobia and albinism and all of this cut comes in because are we we talking about racism here? I would say the yeah, albinism kind of does fall in racism because I I yeah, would guess that's like yeah. discrimination on the basis of someone being albino or albino. Um are we so albino? Where do you think you now, my bro? My bro. Albino, bro. Yes, <laughs> albino. Semi-final. <laughs> Yeah, this guy, but, but away, I, yeah. I don't know. Again, I, I, I don't know what they're trying with this homophobia and and what what. I'm not going to get into it, but I see oh, what yeah. they're trying to do. Away, um, yo, can you hear me? Yeah, can you? Can you hear me? Okay, um, yeah. So what I think about this one is, I, I agree. Uh, um, I don't know whether this exists or not mm. currently, but if it doesn't, it should exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also agree with the fact that. Again, more topics are trying to come in, mm-hmm. but in this case, though, I think there should be one. Oh wait, just elaborate like on that. Thing. Just elaborate on that. I'm just gonna go fetch my charger quickly. Oh wait, okay. I don't have much to elaborate on, but oh wait. So yeah, I do think that um, there should be like a, a set kind of structure in place or, or kind of process flow. that um people can feel free to go through um in terms of uh anonymous victim if they choose to be that that i guess is fine and obviously it has to go to court if it does um but definitely like like a, 
if it's an anonymous claim on like anonymous person, that's not really going to do a lot of help. You know what I mean? We need to know who was it, what was it, you know what I mean? So we can effectively determine severity and then punishment if need be, you know, or um, what's the word? Not retributive action or something like that. Oh, yeah. So, so that's, that's what I think on that one. I don't know if there's a process. Um, I do think that if there is not one, there should be one. It should be clearly outlined and it should be accessible for anyone and a victim should should be able to be anonymous until it gets to court or something like that. Um, or at least the victim and the, and the perpetrator while the investigation is being uh, undergone, uh, something like that. Yeah. So away, that's, that's kind of what I think on that. Um, also in terms of this demands, I didn't say it in the first place, but uh, I'm also not part of these ex brackies that they're talking about here in this demands here. Definitely not part of them. So away, I just wanted to make that clear as well. Um, away, away. Um, so away, I gave my yeah, two my cents on, on the number on that. Uh, away, okay. I, I made up stuff as I went. Away, pretty self-explanatory that one. Yeah. Away, so away, we can move to number four. And Didn't five. you say that you you bundled uh, yeah. some of these together? Uh, I did. And now uh, okay. I bundle number five and six, um, and eight and nine, and yeah, twelve. I bundled. Yeah. Okay, so number four. Okay, we demand uh, compulsory discussions, presentations, and training for teachers, RCL, senior council, and all grade councils, SMT, and SGB about the oppression of minority and vulnerable groups. Those should be handled by an external body. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I have, I have quite a, a view on this, mm. all right? So I'll, I'll, I'll just go through it quickly. Um, so I said, mm. I assume they're referring to diversity training in areas um, such as implicit bias and critical race theory, right? That's my assumption. Uh, the issue with these types of training is that it's taken under the, under the basis that the trainee is inherently racist and needs to change the entire worldview. World However, there's no found, foundational evidence to support its effectiveness. And in some cases, it has shown that it has the opposite effect decreasing team cohesion and morale. And we don't know enough of these types of trainings. And uh, the evidence that we do have shows or doesn't support its impl implementation. And also, with that being said, I think that when they say like they, they demand presentations and lessons and things like that, it sounds almost like black and colored people are like these sensitive things that need to be treated with do you know what I mean? Almost like, like victims, man. I don't know if, if that's how you see it, um, mm. but that's, that's how it sounds to me. Almost like we victims and, and they need to sort of like, you know, pussyfoot around us and things like that, which is absolute bollocks, brah. And then also, mm. um, I, 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 I'm not against the, the implementation of like this type of, of theory. Well, specifically, implicit bias training, critical race theory is a no-no from me, but away. Um, I just have a problem with, with it being mandatory because I, I have like done some research on it and I'll link an article in below uh, this episode. Also, I'll link like three, two different 
articles regarding this whole situation. Um, yeah, so so in my research, it's shown that it's more effective if it's if it's not compulsory. You understand? If people take it willingly, yeah. because like if I'm gonna force you mm. to take implicit bias training, it doesn't even need to be on race. It could be like maybe you don't like fat women, for instance. Right, and I'm telling you, mm. you need to accept fat women, and 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 you need to be attracted to them because not being attracted to them makes you a bad person. Do you know what I mean? Then you already mm. go into it like thinking, like, what the fuck, you already think yeah. I'm a bad person, so I'm gonna show you now that you know, and it could yeah. have like unintended consequences. So, are we? I'm just uh, look. I'm not completely against it, and it is something that they're gonna implement. It looks like, according mm. to the article on News 24, um, but. Are we? Nah, not for me. Are we? I, I don't really have much to add to that. I think you gave me a lot of context in terms of what this is. I still don't know what critical race theory and implicit bias training is, but I, I mean, I kind of have an idea just by the name of it. Okay, so um, I agree with it not being mandatory. And that example that you used about the fat woman, I think, is, mm. a, is an effective example to illustrate why. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'll wait. That, that's basically what I have to say on that. All right. And then number six, five and six are sort of like grouped together. Um, so I'll just read them both out before giving my, my norm boards on it. Um, so number five, we demand a revised look at the school's code of conduct. We, with this, we demand the appointment of a diverse code of conduct review panel to ensure a diverse code of conduct reflective of the cosmopolitan makeup of a school, a student body. What does cosmopolitan mean, my bro? Just so bad. I, oh, wait. Actually, I, it's not a word I use often. Oh, wait, me neither. I only know about the magazine. Anyway, while you're looking, I'll read the, the sixth one. Uh, I only know about the. The, 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 what's it? The cocktail. Oh, wait, and I only know about the magazine, bro. So, oh, yeah. we demand a consultative approach in the construction of a new air policy. Um, the, consultant, the consultation between student body, RCL, SGB, um, this consultative approach will ensure a non-discriminatory non policy. Right, so with okay, number five, uh, okay. I've got the definition. It's uh, weird. Okay. Including people from many different countries. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Like, I don't see how it's relevant in that. You know what I mean? Oh, like, What but, does countries have to do with it? But fine. Oh, wait, we move. Um, with number five and six, I partially agree. Um, the the say policy should have been amended a long time ago, bruh. And I think that's one of the main issues um, or one of the main sort of um, things that stoke this ongoing mm. about whether Brackenfall um, is racist or not. Um, I think that the school shot themselves in the foot by not adjusting it. Back when we were in school, my bro, and if not, yeah. it definitely needed to be earlier. Um, I think they're a bit behind on this. Um so yeah, I partially agree, but when it, again, when it comes to that diverse panel and and diverse deal, I still want to know who determines diversity and on what basis. Oh way, yeah. I, I I mean, if we're talking about the A thing, then oh way, yeah. the, the implementation when we were there, yo, I remember it was yeah, like, that's a big thing. I come, my bro, are you dumb? <laughs> Not really, like they would go ham on that man, and it felt very army. You know yeah. what I mean? And and sometimes, like, 
No, he's just not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I was never. Well, I mean, once I got, I got, I got like told that my fade is too, like, like the step was uh, too visible. You know, uh, like really, I was told that, and I was like, huh? My is short, bruh. It's not by my neck. You know, that was normally what they went on about. You know, um. Mm. So I was like, do you even want me to cut the number one? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what is this, my bro? Um. Orange is the new black. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so, so, yeah, on that basis, then, away I get you. And um, same thing I said about the diverse thing earlier. All right, boss. So, right, if you want to hear that, just rewind the episode, Owens, because oh, yeah. we are not in the, in the business of repeating ourselves. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I am, but oh, away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> home, home, home truths. <laughs> <laughs> Self-awareness on 100, my bro. What are you doing? Oh, bro. Um, okay, so number number seven, seven right? We demand a reflective representation within the SGB teachers, sports coaches, leadership structures within the school, as well as the construction, uh, well, in the construction of sporting teams, right? That needs to be reflective of the diverse racial and cultural makeup of the student body. Okay. Mm. So I have quite a point on this one as well. Um, I feel like these appointments and teams and, uh, you know, the, the makeup of the student governing body, RCL, that's voted by, for by the students, according to my knowledge. So those will obviously, obviously be appointed in terms of a popular vote or, or, you know, the students decide. So I don't know what the fuck they're talking about there. But um, with regards to coaches and teachers and things like that, that should be based on merit and nothing else and nothing less. According to according to me, but let's let's just humor them for a second. No? Let's just humor them for a second and say uh, we did go according to the demographics, right? Mm. Um, the demographics, right, of the area of Brackenfeld, which is the area in 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 in, in under scrutiny. Um, we look at the demographics. This is according to a 2011 census. I couldn't be asked to go have a deep dive into this. Um, but this is according to 2011 census. Um, the population of the Brackenfell is 44,842, right? At a density of 1,800 per square kilometer. Oh, interesting. And the racial makeup, oh, yeah. <laughs> the racial makeup is... Relevant how, man. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, racial yeah, that's makeup. all I want to know, bro. The racial We're makeup. Trying to add in other topics there. Bro. Baby, loaded, <laughs> loaded statements, baby. Bro. Um, the racial makeup is black. Is of, of black people is nine nine point eight percent colored, nine percent Indian slash Asian, zero point eight percent, and white seventy nine percent. Right. First language users seventy one. Goodness gracious. However, overwhelming. Exactly. So. Um, first language users is 71% Afrikaans, 20%, um, 27.8% English, Kosa 3.4%, and any other language, 4.7%, uh, right? So if we are going to go according to the diverse makeup of the school, majority of the people we will find there is yeah. white. So yes. either you bullshitting here, or you really don't know the makeup of the area. Mm, or you're gonna expand it to make it the uh, makeup of the country. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, move the goalposts, which is what they do often yeah. in these sort of cases. All right. Mm. So there's a lot to be said here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you've said it basically all. I, I agree with a lot of what you... And also in terms of this whole sporting, bro, when has our sporting teams not been diverse? Though? Like the best rugby player to come out of our school in recent history is who? <laughs> bro. So I, I don't understand. He's not white. And... He wasn't like snubbed. Why? Because it's impossible to snub him because he's talented F. Uh, the the head boy, for instance, when we were there, you know what I mean, was black. And he was yeah. chosen by the people. Right? He was chosen by the people, right? Um, so, but wait, yeah, but, wait I, I, but wait, just because just because the head boy was black and one of the best rugby players to ever don the South African Springbok shirt He's a person of color. He doesn't, won the World Cup. Doesn't mean that 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 the black and white is not a racist. That's true. That's don't, true. Don't invalidate people's lived experiences. No, no. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I'm just using two examples. Uh, if if I was if if I could be asked mm. to get more examples, mm. I'm sure I could. Do you know what I mean? In oh, terms yeah. of especially the sport. Oh, especially yeah. the sport. Uh, we buy athletes from other schools and vice versa. Especially, especially like I mean? track like, and field, bro. Track and field owns. Track and field and rugby owns. Oh, yeah. They've been like, that students, bro. That man wasn't at our school first. Do you know what I mean? Or something like that. Or no, he was told from primary school, Kiki Nastic 8. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that, this is what they do. They're serial offenders of this. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, one thing I so can my... say, actually, if I, if I, like, think back to school days, like, like, sport was important to, like, the school, bro. Sometimes you nah, think... it was extremely Oh, important. sometimes like, you think oh, they, call, they, they cared more about sports than academics. Yeah, is this a school or a club, man? Hey, <laughs> you know bro. what I mean? Like a sports club. They no, the L.O. Raw, my bro. I so yeah, I I I mean I don't know if it's radically changed since then, but if it has, I'm based on past experience. Mm. Uh, I think it's like say for instance, it's all white rugby team now, no? Mm. I would say that that's because of competence and nothing else. Yeah, which is fine. Oh, daddy's I mean? daddy and mommy's money. I don't know, maybe. I mean, I mean, on the basis of how they picked other people, look, and I only know certain players there. I don't know. Those who thought they were going to be an essay but didn't make it. So now, you know, like it's must. Do you know what I mean? I just know who I see and who the talk was. The talk of the town was about him, for instance, oh, when yeah. you were at school, right? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You, you, you knew, you know what I mean? Even if you cared about rugby or not. So I'll wear that. That's that on that. Yeah, man, like right? Chislin, my bro. Let's, let, let's go through. And now we, bro. Man like get World Cup bag, winner, man. Man like World oh, Cup winner. Get your winner. bag, man, bro. Oh, you do, I mean, that's man. Why, that's why I've piece, man, bro. <laughs> Yo, this man is a clown, man, bro. What the piece. Oh, wait, let's, let's get it. Let's go, bro. Oh, we statistische neiging, man, bro. Yo, selfsuchtigheid, my bro. Are you dumb? <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's passion, though. Oh, hey, that's facts. Nah, if you, if you ever thought that, like, you know, that's dead passion. Bro. Anyway, so I kind of group nine and eight and nine already. Um, so number eight, I'm going to read both of them. 
We demand language reform within the school, ensuring true bilingualism in the classroom, as well as a reform in the linguist composition of social media posts on Facebook and Instagram, as well as publications of the school, uh, the Riviera. We all know uh, that mm. magazine. Shout out to the Riviera team there. Oh, yeah, bro. Jules was the editor back in our day. May, bro. Shout out. I won't say a full name. Uh, shout out if you're listening, Jules. You always a real one, though. Nah, they... May, bro. Yeah, Jules, bro. Pioneers of literature, yes, man. Are you dumb? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> you're a clown, bro. Uh-uh. Yeah, bro. Um, shout out to you... my girl, Jules. <laughs> much love. Much love. Yes, yes. Yo, uh-uh. We demand that all PTA meetings and SGB meetings and all other meetings between the school and parents be held solely in English to cater for all parents, as these gatherings are exclu- exclusionary to the parents of BIPOC learners who do not understand Afrikaans. Yeah, man, for BIPOC. Anyway, yeah. wasn't really necessary to say that. Just say non Afrikaans. Oh, you know what I mean? Dumb, but I'll BIPOC, I... though. <laughs> That's funny. Man. Anyway. So with this, I set up. I I I partially agree. I can see where this is coming from. However, I understand from my experience, majority of the students uh, that attend these classes and schools are um, Afrikaans. So I can understand why this is a more dominant language. With that being said, I think a greater effort needs to be made to ensure bilingualism during lectures uh, or lessons, rather. Um, an important announcement. So, I like I said, I partially agree. My personal experience, there were some in some cases where uh, the teachers would uh, speak, you know, for for long periods of time. Would, they would speak in Afrikaans, or even for majority of the lessons. I didn't have a problem with it because I partially understand Afrikaans. And any time I would not understand something, I would, you know, uh, take it up with the teacher, and they were happy to come to, you know, help and and you know say like. To comply. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but away they were happy to explain to me, you know what I mean? And they would always say at the beginning yeah. of the lessons, or even I, I think this became a problem from grade 10 onwards because then you were in split classes. Mostly. You were in mixed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because... So then, but but I remember like at the beginning of, of, of like that, that like that week of orientation, I'd call it. Um, the teachers would always say, like, away Afrikaans is my first language. I will try my best. So if I go on for too long in Afrikaans, just stop, yeah. you know, stop me and say, listen, Kiki, thanks and I must English as a belief. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so my view on that is um, also partially agree. And then um, I'll let you know a bit of my experience as well. So. In my experience, yes, there were times definitely when the Afrikaans went a bit overboard. And in my industry, which is commerce, I hate it. Oh, because what's commerce? What's 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 beer 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 cow? What's beer beer beer? Um it's brutal bunalansa product. Oh what? Say that again, say that again. Brutu Bunalansa Purduk. Yo, that sounds like the name of a liquor cider, my bro. <laughs> now, now, come on, ask you another question. What's GDP? Gross domestic product, my bro. You know, and I always tell people in my industry this, that's the same thing. How? You know what I mean? Like, we mm. all know what GDP is. You know what I mean? Mm. So, that, that, 
if it happened, it, it would annoy me because I'm like, nobody talks about give your peer, my bro. When you're working, you're also aren't going to talk about that unless it's now with someone obviously in the same age, but like publications and things like that oh, yeah. are mainstream in, in, in English, you know what I mean? Mm. Especially in the commerce industry. Mm. Um, that being said, that being said, my experience of them for the majority, let's say 95% of the time, Mm. They were masterful in terms of what well, my teachers, mm. they were masterful in terms of striking that balance. Mm. You know what I mean? And if they didn't strike that balance, you like you rightfully say, I'll just be like, oh, whoa, too much of records and away. Then we saw my go English the whole lesson. Oh, you know what I mean? That's about it. You know what I mean? And, and it was met with, um, how can I say? It was met like, like sometimes the Afrikaans children would even prefer it in English, especially in my in my 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 kind of industry, if I can put it that way, because some of the stuff is just easier to remember. You know what I mean? So I uh, that that was my experience of that in terms of PTA meetings, etc. I agree with that because mm. I'm like even if it's not important, right? What mm. does it take from you to? To, to make the announcement in English that everybody can understand. But what about you know what the I mean? what, what about of, the parents that don't understand English? Who doesn't understand English? So I wouldn't assume that everybody understands English, bro. I guess, bro. But in terms of if we're gonna look at at the percentage of people, you're going to cover more people with English than you are with Afrikaans. No, I understand. I'm, I'm just supposed to be on a chopping block I, for that. I'm just posing. I know. I'm just posing the question for the odd listener. That Those who speak understand. German and Dutch must go to another school. <whistles> they they don't they don't speak German and Dutch there. Away, bra. Be a be a peer, my bro. Be a be No, no. That I I feel like that's dumb. That's dumb. If you if you're coming there and you know that it's a bilingual school, English Afrikaans, and you're expecting. I'm using German and Dutch here purposefully, but you can put in X and Y language as well if you want to. Then I don't uh, think that is, um, you know what I mean? Like that I is, said, I'm here to ask questions on behalf of the listeners, my bro. And that I'm here to question. answer your questions, my bro. And here comment if you disagree with what I say. Here we go. At the end of the day, anyway. the model of the story is be a peer for president. That's all. That bits are like a politician. But Kiki, now wait, wait. Uh, does, but but like my thing is this: like, um, if English is gonna cover more and it's just going to be for that meeting, then why not? Man? I don't have That's a problem. I don't have a problem with it either. I don't have a problem with it either. So, like, yo, does it really take skin off your back? You know what I mean? To make everyone. Oh wait, but but well, you also need everyone, to remember. But, the, the but also, you also need to remember. Understand. You also need to remember. Like this is just me, like thinking of another perspective now, right? The school has been around for how many years? Probably like over 100 years, if I'm not mistaken. The school's cack old, bro. I think it's like 25 years, bro. No, it can't be. Put it there on top. No, it can't be. It can't be. Um, It doesn't matter. I don't care. But anyway, the school is old, bro. And I think that Afrikaans was... um, Brackenfell was like an Afrikaans community. So I can can see like the odd person wanting to preserve the Afrikaans-ness of the area. I might not agree with it personally. I might not agree with it. No, I, I, no there's definitely people who want that. Yeah, but, but I can see. I, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. I can see that, why. That's not relevant to. No, of course. To wanting to preserve the Afrikaansness of it. No, I, to again. Making I, it more accessible for my students' parents. No, again, again, 
I, I say I don't particularly agree with it, and I don't have to agree with it. But I can see, I can also understand, you know, the 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 that you know the preservation of of a tradition, for instance. It's a traditionally Afrikaans school. Brackenfell is, and has been uh, for a very long the, time. Yeah, a, the, Afrikaans the preservation area. of a Yes, yes. I, I just don't understand that, though. I, I don't understand it either. A, okay, I do understand it. I do understand it. You just said I don't, you understand no, it. No, I do understand it. I'm not particularly in agreement with it, but I'm just saying. I'm not in agreement, and I don't understand it. I guess. But anyway, now that because we are on the Afrikaans... Wait, wait, wait. Language. Wait. Now that we're on the, on, on, on the topic of, of, of Afrikaans, no? do you have a favorite mm. Afrikaans treffer, my bro? Wow, I hate Afrikaans music. <laughs> like I hate it with a passion. It's trash. But I Afrikaans music lovers. the game, my bro. <laughs> nah, you know, you know what? Now I see I, how people look at my music in traffic, <laughs> bro. I love it, bro. You know what? You know I, what I you know what? What song bring back memory? Do you, do you remember Dozy, my bro? Yes, all right, all right. <laughs> that is fire, bro. Fire. That is a cultural artifact, man, bro. Oh, oh you dumb. Put that right. in the museum of, 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 of great music, all of fame, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, Dozy. Shout out Dozy, man, bro. I do, I do um, perform on that song in, in, in primary school, bro, in our concerts. Ah, hey, bro, jamming bro, to that number. Oh, nah, I dozy. Oh, wait, good, Darren, huh? Is that good, Darren? Yeah. That, that, is... that, that was a treffer. Oh, wait, wait, that was like mainstream. And baby chocolates. Oh, wait, that was a mainstream hit, my bro. Yeah. Nah, but wait. he's a mainstream artist, brother. Oh, yeah. He's to go to Mama too. Yo, dire virus full, man. <laughs> Wait, man, yo, let's stop being clowns, bro. Oh, oh wait, wait, let's go. Oh, yeah. To number two. I'm bro. Yo, I'm horse, bro. And sausage, bro. I don't. Oh, we're by number 12 yet, bro. Uh, number 10, number 10. We're almost done, almost done. Number 10, I don't, I didn't go till number 12, though. But I went. So, number oh. 10 is quite short. We demand certain other lessons to be set aside for discussions around uh, contemporary issues such as racial politics, queer identity, and feminism. So, this is another matter of red herrings. That seems to be the order of uh, this mm. memorandum. You know, we give something that people should really, that we should really be concerned about, and then we just might just throw in cack that nobody really cares about. Um, <laughs> This one's smart to be cancelled. Yeah? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, way, if you don't oh, like man. it, lump it, my bro. Anyway. Yeah, bro, as always. Uh, um, so, what I got here is like, what, what do these topics have to do with the matter of, at the end, what, is, what does it have to do with racism? Absolutely mm. nothing. Um, mm. uh, and also, I, I believe that Back in the day, they told us that um, politics shouldn't be discussed at school or in the office or anything like that. So I don't know why uh, that would be, you know, a, a, a requirement or demand. And then also, mm. 
Mm. Um, if we t- on the topic of queer identity and sexuality, um, I personally, again, mm. unpopular opinion, believe that that's not the school's place or the education department. If you are a, uh, how do I say this without sounding offensive? If you are, no, you don't have to, bro, because I agree with you. Go on. If you are, if you find yourself, you know, battling with your sexuality or you find yourself to be part of a community uh, or whatever the case may be, I believe that that is your parents' job to guide you, educate you, and if they deem it necessary, uh, consult an expert, not the school, not the government, and not the education department. That's just my take oh, on yeah. that. Oh, yeah. my, my take on that is similar. I feel like all these these identities uh, not identities these topics that they were bringing up like politics or queer uh, identity feminism things like that uh, it sounds very very propaganda after me oh, yeah. you know what i mean especially at grassroots level in schools uh, like uh, we need skit for that you oh, know yeah. what i mean so first of all another red eddy mm-hmm. and then second of all propaganda machine no let parents mm-hmm. talk about that i'm fine with you talking about like um, at a certain age, of course, like um, condomized and all that type of thing, or even even religions, I'm fine with with that because the way it's taught is it's just explaining on the basis what is this about. Oh, wait, you know it's, what I mean? It's, it's, I, it's not. It's not sort of like like encouraging. You know. Yeah, it's not like purporting this way is the way. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is how how these other topics, you know, kind of like. You oh, don't yeah. want that line to be crossed there, you know. Look, and it's and it is not that like it's not that we don't want to like comment on it. It's just like we don't feel the need to because that's not what we use this platform for. Do you know what I mean? And it's not. I'm just trying to to because I, I while I was thinking like it's like while you were talking, I was thinking like, yo, why does it sound almost like you're scared to say what it is? Um, but I I know for both of us, well, not for me as much. It's not really something that we like talking about um, because it doesn't really interest me. And I I usually end up um, sounding like I have my foot in my mouth when I'm not really, when the fact of the matter is I just Mm. don't care about it. But um, yeah, again, I I, I think it's it's more of a situation of this uh, um, for, yeah, it's it's more of this dialectic that they use. And I see a lot of, of, of politicians use this type of tactic as well and and when you when you spoke about now the propaganda you can see where that sort of trickles down to the people that constructed you know this document because they're trying to force that in it's almost like you 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 create a, a panic you know, or a situation that these sort, mm. sort of destabilizes the community like racism for instance so everybody's up in arm and now we need to make a list of demands to sort of rectify or calm everyone down again, so we give them a list of demands and we just shove that in there. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. like, like with the bias thing as well, the oh, bias yeah. training and things like that, that can also be viewed as propaganda as well. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if there's a reckless implementation there, of, of course. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, that's where I stand on that. All right, uh, moving on. Um, mm. Number 11. Oh, oh this is... Shoulders, this- brother. This one, this one's a bit juicy. I had quite a bit to say about, about this. <laughs> um, uh, number 11, we demand the establishment oh, of a I know pride safe spaces. committee. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, man, wait. <laughs> Let me read, bruh. 
we demand the establishment of a pride committee society to provide a safe space for queer students. All right. Uh, yeah. So what I have to say on that is safe spaces, question mark. An educational institution is a place where ideas are meant to be exchanged, where we learn about different cultures and ethnicities. Discourse and difference of opinion is something that should be encouraged as it is one of the things that help shape a better society. Safe spaces negate these things and create an echo chamber. This isn't good for the development of strong character and it's borderline fascist, man. Oh, listen to this man, man. Stalin. Stalin. My boy Joseph. Hey, bro. Vladimir Lenin, my bro. Oh, you Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what a safe space was. And then I asked Carl what a safe space was. And once I heard what it was, I agreed. And the reason why I agree is. Wait, wait. Before before you continue, before you continue, a safe space is basically uh, an environment. Um, it does not necessarily um, have to be for certain types of people. And when I say types of people, I mean um, um, like black people, white people, queer people, LGBT people. That's not necessarily like that. But it, in most cases, it, in most cases, it is. It's like a space where you can go and air your grievances without dissenting opinions. If I'm wrong, right. tell me I'm wrong. But away, that's my understanding. Away. So, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so so once I heard what it was, I agreed. And the reason why is, you know, I'm very passionate about, like, when, when I was at university, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, yo, the difference of opinion is wild, like, mm-hmm. really. And you encourage to think differently. You encourage mm-hmm. to always question. That's That's the point of uni, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like... They tell you, if you can't leave, you're asking, like, asking questions always, you know, always wanting to know the why, mm. you know what I mean? Then it's failed you, you know? Yes, you're regurgitating a textbook and stuff like that, but the point was to, you know, hear what people think. And and I think that it was, for the most part, there's, we're not talking about fees must fall now, but for the most part, um, there was a controlled, like, in, in lectures, you know what I mean? Like, mm. people would have wild opinions you know what mm. i mean but it would kind of you don't necessarily have to agree with it this is always what i say but mm. it does expand your perspective mm. it does enlighten you to other people's perspectives and then maybe it um kind of loosens your opinion or it mm. makes you double down on your opinion you know mm. even more you know and i think that's the beauty of having different opinions you know what i mean and not being like you know uh I think the term you use is echo chamber, not having mm. an echo chamber. I understand. So I agree that. that and, it, and it sort of builds strong characters. Because, because, yeah, because I think it should be, and, and this is why I brought up universities, it should start at schools, mm. right? So what my opinion is that school doesn't prepare you enough for university and university doesn't prepare you enough for the corporate world or for the working world, mm. if I can put it that way. It doesn't. So... So, yeah, I mean, if you want, I can link my paper below and you can read more. On. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah. I will actually. I'm plug personal cuck, yeah. No, I'm saying, bro. I'm not going to explain it now, but I have gone. I'm just joking. Now we we encourage, we encourage, you know. uh, Submit your articles at therealcastsa.com forward slash uh, what thesis? Maybe. So, yeah, like I. Subject to availability. During off peak seasons only. Oh, you're a clown, my bro. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, let's get this way, bro. Oh, yeah, so I sort of grouped the last points together, right? Um, yeah. So our final demand is twofold. One, all te- for all teachers, SMT, SGB, RCL, and senior council, as well as other grade councils in Bracken Fire School. SGB. But I stopped it, Okay, wait. <laughs> As well as all other grade councils in Black and Fire High School to pledge to enact and uphold our demands. Wow, 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 wow. Each of the aforementioned parties are to individually sign these demands and present these demands to the student body by the 13th of June. Damn, that was, this was done long ago. 2020. These demands are non-negotiable. Wow, the audacity of the person who's compiling this document. Mm. Um, Second, we demand the creation of an accountability body and measures to ensure the above demands are complied with. A diverse body consisting of both current and old learners, parents, and other recognized stakeholders. The accountability body will work on a consultative basis with immediate, with the immediate management body of the school, SMT, HGB, <laughs> KGB, yeah, man. <laughs> in the construction of the accountability measures. Further, the body will ensure a comprehensive document is compiled with in which the measures and or, or which in the measures are transcribed and made available to the public. This work is not easy, but necessary. It ensures the dismantlement of oppressive systems within the school and ensures an inclusive, safe, and welcome. I like your voice while you're reading this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the student body, right? Additionally, find attach addendum 1.1 and 1.2 and 2.1. These are mere signatures and testimonials. These aren't, my apologies, these aren't mere signatures and testimonials, but lived experiences. There's that, that phrase we love so much, much no? nowadays. But lived, but lived experiences outcries a cry to dismantle these oppressive oh well you can gonna get wait done, wait, wait these oppressive full stop so clearly there's a problem at bracket high school right to dismantle these oppressives what these oppressive what anyway yeah typo away yeah our voices Current and old brackets. Yay, my bro. I'm trying, I'm trying to do it to a justice by reading it with passion. You know what I mean? No, you're reading it sarcastically. No, I'm not. 
No, I'm not. Really. It sounds sarcastic. Oh, well, then I need <laughs> to work like on you it. Think, nah, it sounds like you think that's how the person who wrote the sound. No, no, no. Then I need to work on it. That's I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. You can tell, yo, this nah. Man. nah, it's fine. You don't believe in it. So it's, <laughs> it's like asking you to read it like you believe it is, is something that's a bit too much to ask. Oh, wait, I, mean, I, I didn't go to. I'm behind that. I didn't. I didn't go to UCT drama school, my bro. So, I, I can't. No, yeah. Okay. Timing, my bro. My... Anyway, go on, bro. Okay. So my notes are so demands. I'm sure you have a lot to say on this. Yeah. Okay. So demands, demands based on what evidence? None of these accusations brought forward. Um, brought forward any substantial evidence of racism. This is now pending the SA. HRC investigation, African Human's Right Human Rights Commission. Um, I'll say the acronym if you're gonna say the full word. Yes, but I, okay. So inefficient, my bro. Just shut up. Yes, <laughs> it's my time now. It's my time. Um, okay, fine. Sh- should the investigation yield any evidence, we should address it accordingly and with the severity, according to the severity, instead of forcing a radical change based on feelings and subjective interpretation. Who chooses the diverse bodies? What constitutes diversity? What metrics determine this diversity? We should listen to all of these concerns as it is a complex issue that needs to be handled with the utmost respect and sensitivity. However, if we are to make a radical change, it should be based on facts and evidence, not feelings and subjective perceptions. The ideas expressed in this memo have unintentional consequences that could radically change society and lead to much bigger social issues. My advice, my humble advice, would be to proceed with extreme caution. As they say, the pathway to hell is often paved with good intentions. And I will don't include... But I, Harry, man, you see now. Okay, okay, say it again, say it again. Say it from the pathway. The pathway to hell is often paved with good intentions. And I wear, don't include me in this group of former brackies, my bro. Your sincere no Joseph Stalin, my bro. <laughs> China. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me just speak on this, Carl. Okay. So, uh, look, I, I see where you're coming from for sure, but as somebody who has demands, like I'm thinking from the other person's perspective now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with all everything that you said about it not being proven, you know, things like that. And um, I didn't agree as much in terms of mm-hmm your old view of um, proceed with caution, etc., radical change, this and that. Mm-hmm. But like, as I've been, like I've said before, before I couldn't be asked to do like any sort of research as, at all, but I am coming to see certain things are bitchy sus, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, I can agree with saying proceed with caution and, 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 and make this radical change based on empirical facts oh, yeah. as far as possible. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, not that we can boil down racism to that, but we're not going to get into that, though. 
Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of the kind of change you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. That's so what I mean. Not, not in terms that. of yeah, yeah, business, yeah. but like the changes that you want to implement. Right? Yeah. And then another thing that I just want to speak about in terms of the, the curators and the creators of this, mm. um, this demands. Mm. Uh, it wouldn't make sense for them to, to, to ask politely for the demands to be enacted. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I can see why they're saying like, mm -hmm. we demand this and that, and you must and buy the date. And you know what I mean? Mm. Because it's trying to come from a place of power. Okay. So I mean, that, that I can understand. Okay. I can understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. I mean, so, I wouldn't want to look weak in after all that demands. Now I'm like, please, can you take your time to read through? No, read this whole thing. And you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that, that's right. just how I would want to no, no. end it off if I was that person as well. I get you. I get you. I get you. And also, like, let, I feel like we can, can, you know, bring it full circle on the next point that I'm about mm. to, to bring up. Because you, you hear a lot about accountability right and take responsibility and hold these people accountable and, and this that and other and we demand and you know this needs to be done to remedy these oppressive uh ways or dismantle the you know the institution of blah 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 mm. um when it comes to these sort of things no, really do we ever hold accountable or hold the accuser accountable uh, when the investigation doesn't yield any results, right? Mm. So what I would would suggest, or actually, yeah, what I would, what a question that I would pose to the, how do you say, to the compilers of this document and all of the former brackies mm. um, that you know signed you the petition. Included in that, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Now, a question that I would pose to you guys is, Right. Let's 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 humor this. Right. Let, let me humor you quickly. Let's say the investigation does yield results. Right. And there is some overarching, you know, uh, systematic racism within the school. Me, I say 100%. It needs to be removed from society. Not only the school, from society. You know, let's hold those people accountable for their actions. They should be removed. Right. But. What if it, 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 it doesn't yield any results? Then what? What happens to the people that compile this document? What happens to BHS stories? What happens mm. to, to all of these accusers on Facebook? saying Because to me, if the school is overtly racist, which is what the accusations lead me to believe, right? It should yield results, right? It should. No, like I wouldn't have any doubt in my mind if I was someone coming from outside, right? And, and I had no experience of Brackenfeld as a, a suburb or a dorp or, or even say school. And I had to go online and read about this. I would also be sort of, wow, maybe the place is racist. You know, we need to get rid of it. But now let's say the investigation comes back and nothing, nothing is found. No evidence. Who's going to hold these accusers accountable? Because what has resulted from these accusations, whether they be baseless or not, is unrest and destabilization of what I would deem a peaceful community, at least in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So now what happens to them and how do we hold them accountable? Mm. Well, that's a, obviously a rhetorical question. I don't have the answer to that. Mm. Um, I, I can agree with that question, but one thing I will add is 
uh, in terms of the investigation, I also need to know how it's proven. Do you know what I mean? Because we had this conversation and we won't get into it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's easy to make evidence disappear for something like that. Again, you yeah. know what I mean? If I'm accused of racism and I called you something, if you didn't record it, then it's he shit, she shit, and then what? You might well have said it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nobody knows. I don't have the Do answer. To the, I don't have the answer to the question. But so, I'm, yeah, no, no, so, but I'm not the one making the accusations. And like I've been no, saying, I get that. and I, like I've been saying to everybody that I've been interacting with, talking to, even most recently as this past Saturday, talking to a former student who was with me at Brackenfellai. Uh, I posed the question to him as well. Um, so, you know, or not pose the question, I said it to him as well. Uh, unfortunately, the burden of proof is on the accuser, you know? And sometimes we want something to be, we, we, wanted, we want so badly for something to be true, even when no evidence is found. And I'm not talking about now the situation where people are hiding evidence or whatever. Even if we don't find evidence of what we so badly want to believe is true, when we presented with that fact that nothing has been found, we experience something called cognitive dissonance. And I'm not saying, no, 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 I'm not getting into it. No, I'm not getting into it. And I'm not also saying that that this is what's going to happen to these people or this is the case with these people. I'm just saying it's a possibility. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All I'm saying is, with that, mm. do you think there's any, not responsibility on you, but do you, do you feel morally compelled mm-hmm. to try and find out a, a more effective way to prove this in terms of the, the victim side? Because I'm saying, my bro, if I did this, my bro, I get away with it now. Now, unless you're recording me. <laughs> and then if you're recording me, why are you recording me? Well, I wouldn't say, yeah. I, wouldn't see a, I wouldn't say I feel compelled to. Because I oh. I am of the belief. Do you do you? No no no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the answer now. Mm. Um, like I I don't feel compelled necessarily because I am generally of the belief, and I'll say it, personal belief, that most normal law-abiding citizens just want to get on with their lives. You know what I mean? Like, if I if as long as nobody bothers me, as long as nobody's hurting me. Do what you want. We can live together peacefully. You don't have to like me. I don't have to like you. Whatever the case may be. But do I think that we should find a way to, to sort of resolve this? Of course. Of course. Because too many times have there been, too many times there's, there's been, um, you know, these sort of uh, situations where people cry wolf, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and nothing gets done to them. And then there's also, because of that, there's been incidents where people are not believed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, 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 it sort of like complicates the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's already such a complex issue. So oh wait, if you guys have any right. suggestions, tyrielcast at gmail.com, Owens. <laughs> Let oh, us yeah. know. Keep it in the or comments. You can just comment under the post there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was and it. And with that, it brings us to the end of part one. Yeah, it's part one. So oh, look out this. for part two. We haven't even spoken about Julius Malema and my president, Neil Dubier. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we will be we will be speaking more on that in part two. So look out for part two. But yeah, that's been another audio journey. You can catch us at the Real Cost Essay on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find me at Gs underscore the underscore Don yourself. You can find me at I am Basical on Instagram and Twitter. If you would like to check out the show, we are available on most of your uh, podcast platforms. That's Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify. Apple Podcast, CastBox. And if that's not your thing, you can find us at our subdomain. That is www.therealcastsa.podbean.com. Do remember that oh, this yeah. is a fortnightly podcast, or at least trying to be a fortnightly <laughs> podcast. But um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get this soon. We'll get this soon. That's a good one. Don't, bro, don't, bro, don't forget to catch us on YouTube as well. The Real Cost TV. New gen reviews dropping soon. Away by soon. I mean, like, share, subscribe. And by soon, I mean, and turn on that notification bell so you never miss it. Yo, take my month for a first game. <laughs> by soon, I mean, whenever I get the time to record. <laughs> Yo, listen to this, bro, my bro. Yes, I could have done it, but anyway, bro. Maybe it was December. Um, it was December. Okay, December, my bro. But yeah. we're going back to level three. Anyway, Yo, in the meantime, my bro. Lucky lock, lock. In the meantime. <laughs> in the meantime and in between time, uh, hours, don't forget to keep it locked, keep it loaded, and keep it real. Keep it resilient.